the sentence was changed to suspended sentence. But no street power this time because he's he's not been imprisoned and maybe he's got less support now. Yeah, exactly. And it's minus 20 in the streets of Moscow. OK, thank you very much. Uh, well, John Lockland is director of the Institute of Democracy and Cooperation in Paris. Now, the funds for that are provided by the Foundation for Historical Outlook in Moscow, which is in turn financed by private Russian companies. So we've asked him to discuss this. And also Leonid Ragazin, who's a Russian journalist based in Latvia. And I started with him and asked what he makes of this verdict. Well, I think uh, that's what the Kremlin wanted. And uh, I think that Alexei Navalny presents a very real threat to the Kremlin because we don't know how things will develop in Russia in terms of the uh, economic crisis, in terms of the um, uh, protest movements. Uh, Navalny has been able to rally dozens of thousands back uh, during Bolotnia protests in 2012. He managed to gain 27% support in the Moscow mayor election in 2013. So he's the most capable, the most outstanding opposition politician in Russia who can create a broad coalition that will rival the government. Although the polls would show there are opposition politicians with much uh, higher rankings than him at the moment. Well, I'm not sure which uh, opposition politicians you are referring to. If, if you're talking about uh, Mr. Zuganov of the Communist Party or Mr. Zhirinovsky of the Liberal Democratic Party, then this is not real opposition. This is really a part of the um, government coalition and uh, they don't present uh, any, any threat to the Kremlin at all. John Lachlan, I mean, you, I mean, what is your assessment of the independence of the judiciary in Russia? Uh, it's difficult for me to comment on it in general. I think in the case of Navalny, uh, what we've just heard is complete rubbish. In 2013, Navalny faced another prosecution. He's faced a series, by the way, of such corruption allegations. Uh, and at the time of the last trial, he then also said just what he's saying now, which is that the Kremlin was wanting to put him behind bars in order to prevent him from running as he then wanted to for the Moscow mayor elections. He did run in Moscow. And Leonid Ragozin says that he got 20, whatever it was, 27% of the vote. The fact is, he actually got 630,000 votes. There was a very low turnout in that election. And that is more or less his support. It's a few hundred thousand people in Moscow. The idea that this sleazebag is uh, a threat to the Kremlin is pure fantasy. And it's a fantasy which, unfortunately, is peddled by his supporters in the West. And they present this image of Russia to the outside world, which I'm afraid has absolutely no bearing on reality at all. The fact is that there are two significant opposition parties and a fourth party in Russia, the Communist Party, the Liberal Democratic Party and the Just Russia Party, all of which have massively more support and massively more uh, massively greater infrastructure in the country than someone like Alexei Navalny, whose support in Russia, I repeat, is limited to a few hundred thousand metropolitan types in Moscow. The idea that this man represents a threat is, is completely not true. Leonid uh, Ragusin, do you want to come back on that? Yes, absolutely. And and by the way, I'm not a supporter of Navalny. Uh, by no means am I a supporter of Navalny. I criticize him on many occasions in my op-eds. But um, the way he's been prosecuted for the second time on the very same charges, and as we saw today, the verdict, uh, the verdict was uh, plagiarized uh, from the previous verdict, and the whole thing is really a trolling of a normal judiciary process. It's the trolling of the uh, European Court of Justice that cancelled the previous verdict. It's 
is the trolling of the Russian Supreme Court, after all, which also cancelled the verdict. So now he's being sentenced with uh, exactly the same words. I mean, even the typos in the verdict are the same as in the, as in the previous one. So this whole thing is, is a sham trial. It's nothing to do with uh, normal prosecution. And that is a great illustration of the fact that Mr. Navalny is being persecuted for the only reason that he presents a real, very real threat to the Kremlin. The Kremlin is really scared about him being able to create a set up a proper party and set up a proper presidential campaign in the election in 2018. Okay. Well, uh, so, so you're clearly both going to disagree about his uh, popularity and uh, you know, his, his political potential. But I do want to come back to this point, John Lachlan, which I keep trying to get you to give a little more detail on because you're very familiar with Russian affairs. And uh, we have here a case where the verdict, as we've heard, has been basically read out from a previous trial. That does suggest that the process of uh, judicial, uh, the judicial process is flawed.